Welcome to the Dad University Podcast, episode 289. The title of this episode is, Are Emotions and Feelings a Choice? If so, why don't we choose to be happy? I remember doing this recording specifically to help myself get out of a situation that I really wasn't feeling good about. You know, our brain interprets our emotions and how we react to them. Can we really choose to be happy? I want to first tell you about the Dad University membership, and then we'll jump into this episode. Hey, this is Jason Kreidman, founder of Dad University. For those of you interested in achieving your full potential as a father, or you simply want to support our mission, become a member of Dad University. The cost is pay what feels good, so you get to choose what you want to pay. Visit daduniversity.com to learn more. Now, let's get back to the episode. What if I told you that you can improve the quality of your life simply by understanding and practicing what I'm going to talk to you about today? Less arguing with your wife, getting along better with your friends and family, and feeling more calm when dealing with your kids. Best of all, teach this concept to your child so that they're resilient and not affected by what others say and do. Feelings and emotions are really powerful, but if we begin to understand where they come from and how they affect us, we can begin to choose how we feel. I'm telling you firsthand that this has had a huge positive impact in both my life and my children's lives. Stick with me and I promise it'll be worth it. Hey guys, I'm Jason Kreidman and welcome to another episode of Dad University. Be sure to give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and click on that notification bell. Also, it really helps us spread our message when you share these videos. So maybe you know a couple people that might enjoy it, please share it with them. Before we get deep into this video, I would like to mention a little disclaimer. The ideas and opinions and the concepts in this video are not meant as a replacement for therapy, nor are they meant to discount any serious feelings or emotions that you may have. For the purpose of this video, I'm really talking about everyday activities and events and our thoughts and our feelings towards them. If you have extreme feelings or feeling depressed, um, you know, I would seek some outside assistance or support. Uh, this video is not necessarily designed for that. This is for those everyday things that we deal with our spouse or we deal with our children and different ways that we can deal with it. If you can use some of these techniques just for some of the small things that happen throughout your day, you are going to begin to feel much better. I want to start out by going over a few factors that help shape the way we feel about a situation. In other words, if we feel certain emotions about something or someone, how do those emotions come about? Emotions come from our brain. Different parts of our brain deal with different parts of emotions. We've got uh, dopamine receptors that deal with you know, feeling good and happy. Or we've got this amygdala that deals with the fight or flight or the fear emotion. All of these different parts work to regulate, process, and help us feel emotions. If we simplify it a ton, the left side of the brain identifies the emotion. And then the right side of the brain interprets that emotion and decides how we respond. But how does the brain know how to respond? 
Well, here are at least a few factors that help the brain determine how to respond. Number one, we assign meaning to the situation. Not everybody assigns the same meaning to the same situation. But let me give you an example. Your wife calls you lazy and you get really angry and upset and you start yelling at her. Now, you've assigned meaning to that term lazy, and for you, it's really bad. You don't like that term. Yet somebody else is called lazy, and it doesn't bother them at all. They just laugh it off or ignore it. So what this is, is that we assign meaning to a situation. And for everybody, that meaning can be different. But it has a factor in how you respond with your emotions and feelings. Another factor, number two, our previous experience with a situation. Maybe your father used to call you lazy and you resent the fact that he used to do that and you no longer have a good relationship with him. That previous experience absolutely affects how you are dealing with your wife in that current situation. Our previous experience is extremely powerful. Sometimes even just thinking about something negative that had happened puts you in a bad mood. And vice versa, you can think about some positive experience or something wonderful that happened and it puts you in a good mood. So that past experience is extremely powerful for our thoughts and feelings. Number three, the story we tell ourselves. Because your wife said you were lazy, you think she's really saying that you're not good enough for her, that she wants something more. That's not what she said, but that's the story that you might be telling yourself. And we do this all the time to people, to situations and things that happen. We have our own stories going on in our head, regardless of what the truth might be or what actually happened. Number four, the attention we get. Maybe recently you have felt neglected by your wife and arguing with her provides some attention. Now, granted, it's negative attention and you might not even be doing it consciously, but that arguing back and forth is actually providing you that attention that you crave. This is a very common one for both kids and adults. We learn at a very early age that if we get angry and upset and make a fuss, people will pay attention to us. Why do you think your toddler throws a tantrum and gets all upset? Because it works. Maybe it doesn't give them that toy or that cookie that they wanted, but they're still getting your attention. Now, it's negative attention, but they're still getting that attention that they crave. We do this all the time as adults. If I walked around my house all the time happy, do you think I would get any attention? No. So we yell and we get angry and we make a big fuss and you better believe that people pay attention to us when we get in that state. Think about doing this over and over and over again over years. It starts when we are very little that we get attention for our emotions and our feelings and we want that attention. It's second nature. We don't even think about it anymore. We simply subconsciously know that if we're going to have these strong emotions, somebody is going to pay attention to us. We are also taught when we're very young, you know, don't say that, it hurts his feelings. Or you're, you just hurt your sister's feelings, whatever that might be, that you are responsible for somebody else's feelings. But the truth is that we should be focused on the child who received the information and saying, you know what? You get to choose how you feel. What somebody else said or what somebody else does shouldn't have an effect on how you feel and how you interpret it. 
And so this happens from when we are very, very young. We are stuck in this cycle of what we say and what we do affects other people. Now, that's not an excuse for being mean and uh, we're still teaching our children to be nice and friendly and everything else and not to say mean things. But we should be teaching our children the resiliency that they get to decide how they feel. Because somebody said something mean to them on the playground, they determined and interpreted that as mean. Somebody else might have not gotten bothered by that. They get to decide what that means. The basic premise of all of this is that our emotions are a result of how our brain interprets our beliefs, our memories, and our thoughts. Again, two different people, the same situation. This guy has a history of being called lazy. He's gonna get upset. This guy, you can call him lazy and it doesn't matter. The same situation, but it's affected by our beliefs, our thoughts, and our memories. And that's what emotions are. I'm not going to say that this is easy or that every situation you should be able to control your emotions. But what I am saying is that for myself, I've been practicing this over and over again and deciding how I want to feel for many different situations and that has allowed me to bounce back much quicker when I am feeling negative emotions. So here is what I do. Number one, feel the emotion. Whatever the situation is or the emotion, you fear, sadness, anger, usually it's a negative emotion. Allow yourself to feel it. We're not talking about avoiding feeling emotions or sweeping something under the rug and pretending it doesn't exist. Feel the emotion. Next, number two, recognize how you are feeling. Literally talk to yourself. Say, I am feeling so angry. Or, I'm just feeling so sad right now. You want to recognize what is the emotion that you are feeling. Number three, ask yourself if feeling this way helps the situation. Does the anger I'm feeling right now make the situation better? Is it improving the relationship I have with my wife? Is the fear that I'm feeling gonna help me with my job advancement? Or is that sadness that I have going to bring the person back? Most of the time, we can just ask a simple question to ourselves. Is the feeling that I'm feeling right now making me feel better? Usually, it does not. Then, number four, decide how you wanna feel and change it. So me being angry is gonna ruin the rest of my night. What a waste, I was hoping to have a good time. Or that fear that I have is gonna cause me to miss out on an amazing adventure. Whatever it is that you are feeling, you then take a look at it and decide, do you wanna feel that way? And if you don't, change it. When you begin to see how negative emotions can prohibit the fun in your life or get in the way of you accomplishing things or the closeness and the relationships you have with other people, you begin to see that turning those negatives into positive emotions can drastically improve the quality of your life. As I said, even just changing these little situations can have a ripple effect in a positive way just on your daily life on the relationships you have with your family and your wife, 
you begin to become a more positive person and feel that control of being able to turn these negative situations into something positive that you have control over. Life is too short. If you can practice this and build up that muscle, you can begin to choose how you feel. Now, sure, there's going to be situations and feelings that are so strong that you can never imagine being able to choose them. But when you're building up that muscle, it becomes stronger and stronger. And even some situations that you never felt that you could choose, you now have the ability to choose. And it's really up to you to practice this. I'd love to hear from you. Do you think emotions and feelings are a choice? Are there any small situations that you could practice this with? Leave your feedback in the comment section below. If you found this video helpful, you don't want to miss what we have for you in our other videos. If you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate positive reviews and any kind of feedback that you may have. If you want to achieve your full potential as a father or simply support our content, consider becoming a member of Dad University. Visit daduniversity.com and click on Become a Member. We'll see you next time.